Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branville, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. Jay, I don't know what it's like down there in L.A., but we're getting drenched up here in the Bay Area. I, we're supposed to get some rain, I think, next week. Right now, it's still sunny, um, but uh, we could certainly use some rain. Oh, uh, It started raining here yesterday, and we will have rain for the next week every uh, day. And it's like envy you. not complaining because, yeah, we're in such a severe drought that it's it's so badly needed, but it's also so different. I mean, I think I just read Sacramento got their first rain in just over 200 days. Wow. Yeah, you needed it. Yeah, I mean, we need it up here. They basically said that uh, it may not get us out of the drought, but it'll definitely end the fire season for this year, which we'll we'll, we'll take that, too. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So before we get into this week's uh, topic, just a quick shout out to Bruce at Hypebot and Bands in Town. Thank you so much for all you do to support the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, and of course, to our sponsors, Banzoogle.com, built by musicians for musicians. Banzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. So we put together a great offer for all of our listeners out there. Head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up, try it for free for 30 days. And when you register, use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, MUSICBIZWEEKLY, and you will get 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, T-shirts at gigs and online has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, and when you check out, make sure you put the promo code FREEBIZ, all one word, FREEBIZ in, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. And of course, if you've got a product or a service that you want to get out to the listeners of the Music Biz Weekly podcast, reach out to myself or Jay through comments or email, and we'll be happy to talk to you about 
setting up a sponsorship opportunity for you as well. So no guest this week, which is fine because sometimes it's just fun to chat about what's going on, um, which is what we're going to do today is sort of just chat. And um, you and I both yesterday, the news kind of came across and I'm not sure it's on everybody's radar, but this should be Spotify and Shopify. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I think everybody knows what Spotify is. For those of you who don't know, Shopify is an amazing e-commerce platform that's used by everything out there, not just bands and musicians. It's the base for just all sorts of stores. And um, as we know, for quite a while, Spotify's had a merchandise integration with, was it Merch Bar? Yeah. Yeah, Merch Bar, which, you know, that's cool. But if you don't have a store on Merch Bar, you don't have merchandise on your Spotify page is what it comes down to. This integration looks like it's going to open that world up to a lot more people, meaning yeah. if you've got a Spotify, uh, a Spotify, Shopify, there's a lot of fives there. <laughs> um, we're going to trip up on this one, I can yep. tell. Uh, if you've got a Shopify store, at some point, you're going to be able to have select products appear on your Spotify profile page. And, you know, that. think about what that means now. Your Spotify, in a crazy sense, your Spotify profile is quickly becoming and don't take this as an endorsement to do this as like your official website, because your Spotify profile now has links to your social media on there. It's got a bio, it's got photos on there. Of course, it's got all your music. As long as you enter tour dates into song kick, you've got your tour dates are now listed on there where people can click a tour date and link out. And now merchandise. Yeah. You've got all that functionality, like you just said, that's typically in a website. And now it's all within Spotify. And you and I talk about Spotify innovations pretty regularly because they're really out innovating a lot of their competition, right? So merch uh, is so important to the livelihood of artists. And Shopify integrates that's what they do that's what they're known for you can have your shopify store they will help you build this integrated store that you put into a a website or that you can have mobile access to but now having that at spotify man that's a game changer that's really big and you can kind of see where they're going and they they've been pretty open about it that look how much they've dug into podcasts right look how much They're, they're moving into merch now in a much more robust way. Yeah, they had uh, some merch before. There were a few items that you could uh, have on there. But this is a, a really, really big deal uh, for Spotify and for artists because we always say you go to where the party is, right? And, and are we condoning or advocating this being your website? No, probably not. But there's traffic going there already so um if somebody's there on spotify listening to your latest single and you throw up a branded t-shirt for your new single 
is there anything wrong with them going, oh, hey, I like that. Click the link and go out and buy it. Guess what? Yeah, you know, argue, we could argue it and we have all the till it's dead, but you know, you may not be making a lot of money on Spotify from your music, but now there's Spotify's giving you other opportunities to create money, whether yeah. it's through selling tickets or merchandise. Yep. Um, yeah, I, this to me is just another great sign of Spotify's innovation because yeah. let's sit back and let's honestly, let's look at all the other players out there. What are they doing? The only one that I think is a step ahead in some ways is Tencent in China. And the only reason I say that is a third of the revenue uh, that Tencent brings in is from streaming, only a third. The rest of it are things like tipping. I would love to have that functionality in Spotify. So if there's a new developing artist, you want to support them. And well, actually, I think Spotify does allow you to add a donate PayPal type of link. Oh, they do. I haven't seen that. I got a double check. I'm pretty sure Spotify does. No, they have the fundraising pick or, you know, not fundraising, but for a charity uh, pick as well as your artist pick. But I think, you know, culturally, at least in the U.S., we're not quite there yet like other territories. It's a big deal. The other part of it is experiences. We've seen these companies like cameo.com and thrills.co.uk and, you know, only fans. We see these things popping up, but what we're finding is people want to support their favorite artists, you know, whether it's with, uh, you know, merch or streaming their music over and over again. Um, if they're, if they have a podcast supporting that their Patreon, those types of things, the more ways that let's say Spotify, since we're talking about them, the more ways that they give these opportunities uh, for creators to bring in more money, I think it softens the sting a little bit about how little artists make. I completely, from com completely agree. I, I think that's, again, it's, it Spotify is showing that they're, they're basically not afraid to allow an artist to have links that take you away from Spotify is basically what it does. Um, and innovating beyond just being a music destination. You know, we're not seeing, uh, we're not seeing Apple do that. We're not seeing Deezer do that. You know, are we seeing Amazon? Well, to some extent, you know, Amazon is like, you know, the Walmart of the world in that if you've got merchandise available on Amazon, they can get to it. Now, is it easily displayed? You, you know, Amazon is one of those, those destinations where as an artist, unless you are a major artist with a major label, you got almost, not almost, you got literally no control over what you can have on that music, that music page, unlike yeah. you can on Spotify. So I would say um, even, even Amazon isn't offering this. And, and this just comes down to, again, innovating, yeah. doing things that, that your customers want, your right. customers, you know, your customers expect or would like to see. 
And I mean, we sort of know to some extent, Apple's always been a walled garden. We're keeping mm -hmm. you in our world and you're not leaving our world. And, you know, related to this, I can tell you a kind of a funny side story. This was 20 plus years ago when I was working for the merchandise company, Signatures Network, and we had, you know, hundreds of artists that we did the official merchandise for, and we had their official stores and, and everything else. And when iTunes first launched, that's how far back this goes, iTunes just launched. Um, we sat down and had a meeting at Apple with Eddie Q. And I can't remember who the other person was. There's two Apple people and there was myself and one other person from our company. And we were pitching the idea, man, you know, iTunes, you got all this music here and we got the same artist official merchandise here. Let's suck in the official merchandise to the iTunes store. We'll cut a deal with you, Apple, to split the cost. But, gee, you're going in to buy the new Kiss Symphony download. Wouldn't you like to get the new Kiss Symphony tour T-shirt and tour book at the same time? And, I mean, as, as we know, it never happened. Apple has no merchandise integration like doesn't that. Mean but it's not a great idea. doesn't mean it's not a great idea. You know, a lot of times it, it's, it's ideas sometimes are ahead of the curve, yeah. you know, it's the right time, right place. But yeah, for the and most part, strength of Amazon that you were talking about is you go there and you search for an artist and everything shirts, shows up mugs, in the results, digital, physical, everything kind of comes up. Is it as elegant as it could be no because it's not based on music it, there's so many other verticals but one thing when you were talking that, that popped into my head i wanted to say before i forget it is that one of the innovative things about spotify is that you as an artist or or manager you control that like it's it's really the only dsp where you know you can upload 140 images you can yeah. do your social yep. links you can do your bio as you mentioned but you control that you, you don't have decide to worry that. about another service uh to do that and that's what i love about the merch to your point about amazon you're not really controlling well yeah you that. don't control the search results and god we know god well god knows that some of those are bootleg products. So as an artist, especially for big enough artists that you've got people bootlegging you, um, do you want somebody, do you want to send one of your fans to buy a coffee mug with your logo on it that they're selling on their own illegally without authorization? You got no control over that. No, now, I see that all the time. All you know, the as time. a photographer, I see my images on products all the time, like on yep. Etsy or, or Amazon. And I don't even deal with it anymore because it's whack-a-mole and it, it doesn't matter. I, I don't, there's not enough hours in the day to go after all of that stuff. You just kind of have to laugh it off uh, to some degree. But I love the fact that Spotify, I control that for my artists. And with the Shopify integration is so important. It's just going to make it that much more robust. And it'll also make artists want to send people there and not to another competing DSP because it's a more robust offering, you know, where I they'll get make every, more I revenue. Get, I can get everything in one destination on Spotify. Yeah. Tickets can't do, with song. Can't, can't do that anywhere else, yep. you know? Yeah. And, and so 
I mean, I love, I again, this is a great innovation. I love that they're expanding this feature, but if I'm going to sit down and now give a little critique of it, it still is a Shopify store, which I think you know as well as I do, Jay, that a lot of artists have a hard time even building a website, okay, let alone that. an e-commerce store in Shopify. You take that and, back. And and unless they've got a team around them who they can just say, go do it, it doesn't happen. So I think this is great, but it's still not going to completely open the door up to especially indie artists, independent artists who are doing this all on their own that might have two T-shirts that you know, literally they might be selling it direct out of their garage is what they're doing. Cause there's just yeah. not enough demand for them to go into an e-commerce platform and either start paying the fees of an e-commerce platform or, you know, the, 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 the band store might go, well, you don't do enough business for us to work with you. It's yeah. not even worth us putting our assets into this. Yeah. So yeah. I would love to see, Spotify take this to the next step and basically figure out a way to just say, you want to display three products in your Spotify profile page, embed the URL to that products page. Yeah. That might be back to your website. Again, it's a website and it's just a PayPal link that PayPal's. Now, of course, spot. I don't know the extent of the Shopify deal, but I'm sure there's a commission being of course. taken. Through. Of course. That removes that ability for Spotify to commission somebody's sale if it's just a link out to a third-party right. destination. Yeah. But if you really want to make this feature accessible to every single artist at every single level, it's kind of where you got to go with it. Because again, yeah. building a Shopify store, you and I might sit and go, it's not that difficult. But if you're just a band and you know, maybe you have not a tech savvy, you're just not tech savvy. You don't have the time to do it, whatever it is. It's the last thing you're going to worry about. Yeah. And I don't know, Mike, I, I don't, we'll have to see when this launches, what that integration looks like. Maybe there's a simplified version of it. Maybe there's some kind of a dashboard. We don't know exactly how this is going to roll out, but you know, Spotify has 365 million users. Um, this is going to be a big deal. And, and I, I Googled it while you were talking. You're, you're absolutely right about the tipping. I, I misunderstood the artist fundraising pick as being for charity, and it's actually for both. So you can do it as crowdfunding, uh, you know, as tipping, as you said. And the other thing that I was thinking about was, I remember this, this artist recently who I really, really love. Uh, he goes by Jay Gregory. Um, but without um, any vowels except for the Y, and you can find him on Spotify. He's really known in the Twitch world, and he's killing it on Twitch. Um, really great stuff. But the reason I bring it up, for the longest time, if you looked him up on Spotify, there was one square, like one release, and we, the cover said, follow me on Twitch. That's all it said. And so he was anybody searching for him would go over to twitch because that's where he made his revenue yep. and a very good revenue and so when you you were talking about having just 
linking off of your Spotify, you know, you can put anything you want in, in that bio. You can put anything you want in your artist pick. Um, there's a lot of workarounds for that, but I'm really curious to see what does that integration look like? And the last thing I'll say on my caffeinated rant is that, you know, if you use, let's say, uh, a distributor like, you know, InGrooves or The Orchard or, you know, some of those, they, they have a smart URL kind of baked into their system that you can use, but it doesn't have all the functionalities of if you were to go get Linktree or right. Feature FM or something. It's just kind of a light version. Yep. And I'm wondering if this Shopify store is going to be Shopify light. That, that's what I, as, as we were talking here, I'm like, does this open up a new world for services to be provided, not necessarily to the major artists of the world. Again, the major artists of the world, as um, as we had uh, our guest from, uh, what was it, Single on yeah. a few weeks ago, the major artists of the world are signed to major merchandising deals. And those major merchandising companies have deals that they're managing Shopify stores and everything else. Is there a business to be made for somebody? I don't know, could be single or anybody who just says, okay, we're going to create the, quote, Wix version of a drag and drop, create a down and dirty, simple Shopify store, just so you can get these products embedded into Spotify. Yeah. That, that could be an interesting opportunity we might see things popping up where people are like yeah you just you want to get three products because i think that's what spotify said they'll display three products you won't get a whole store page opening up in spotify but i think it's like three products that will show up yeah i'm looking through their press release to see if i can find a, a little bit more info they were talking about an, an artist that's dropping music november 5th and that they'll be able to have merch along with it. So we know that at least by then, um, but just, it says um, right here that if you run out of stock on an item, it'll automatically be removed from the profile. Um, and when you drop new merch, it'll automatically be, you'll be able to share it um, on there. So this will be fun for us to kind of, you know, get in, kick the tires, try it out and report back. Yeah. And, and, and watch how they innovate this new feature as well. I mean, I would assume that this is, you know, initial rollout and they've got enhancements to this scheduled for the next yes. quarter, next year, you know, like all, all product rollouts for everybody. It will just be interesting to see how it's, set up how it's managed yeah, yeah. And, by the way and, it's it's live now um i just saw it um it says you know while any artist globally can link their shopify store um it's in a beta period even the, you know right now and the merch will only be visible to listeners in australia canada new zealand the uk and the us but they're going to be uh rolling out further so it says there's a link here on, you know, on Spotify for artists says, you know, set up your virtual merch table today. I mean, so, this, this is, this is great for, for Shopify, you know, put Shopify at the head of the line for e-commerce for musicians now. Yeah. Cause as but, you pointed out, it's, it's not primarily a 
uh, platform for musicians. Not to say that you can't use it for that, but they're so much wider than that. Yes, yes, exactly. But, I, you know, I still, and I don't necessarily put this on Spotify, but I think there needs to be, and maybe there is, and if somebody knows, let us know. But I think there needs to be a service that's like, okay, pay 20 bucks a month for a reduced feature set Shopify store because you don't need all the bells and whistles and you want a quick, simple drag and drop, set it up, you know, so you can sell a few t-shirts, a couple t-shirts. It's all you yeah. got. Just set it up. And, and, and yeah. it's created for the express purpose of allowing you to get that product now into Spotify. Yeah. It, I'm looking at Spotify for artists, which by the way, if you want to, uh, attach your Shopify store. You just go to your Spotify for artists uh, page, and then there's there's functionality there. And you're right; it's you know the three items. But what it looks like from this, and I'll have to go in and really kind of kick the tires, is that it's not Shopify light. You're basically attaching your Shopify store. Yep. You're connecting it. So. Yeah, and 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 exactly. And and what I mean by a Shopify light is some third party company that creates a very simple, easy to use interface to create yeah. a Shopify store. Yeah. 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 Because creating a, a, a Shopify store from the ground up. can not be, for everyone, right? Yeah. It's not for everyone. It's not. I mean, it's, it's an e-commerce store. There's a lot of bells and whistles and features that you may or may not want. And you've got to set up shipping and taxes and, you know, all, you know, all of this other stuff that goes with it. E-commerce is not for the most part pop on popular robust platforms is not a 10 minute job of just drag and drop and get it up. And you've got a store going. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is for that artist who has no label, no manager, no marketing team has two t-shirts doesn't sell hundreds of them, but sells enough that it's okay money for them. How can they get a Shopify store without investing hundreds of dollars and hours and hours to create a Shopify store? Again, when they don't know how to build a WordPress website, think, think of Shopify as like WordPress. It's yeah. a great tool and you can do a lot with it, but there's a reason why Wix and Squarespace exist. Because and Banzoogle. Even, and Banzoogle, yeah. our sponsor that you've got a Banzoogle website. It's drag and drop. There, there's a reason you're doing that because yeah. you want you the can do it. Of use. You can do it yourself. You yeah. can figure it out. It's you're not writing code. You're, you're not, not writing code. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're not, you're not setting up shipping tables and all this other stuff, which that's yeah. the sort of stuff that goes along with a robust shop. Yeah. And again, yeah. I'm not talking you out of it. I'm just saying, I think there's an opportunity here for a company to either create the system or offer services to say for 150 bucks, we'll create a three product Shopify store for yeah. you with the minimum bells and whistles. So you can get those items yeah. straight into your Spotify page. Yeah. What a great innovation. Uh, you know, look, I, I love all DSPs. I, I like seeing how they market, how, you know, they do their emails and how they lay out their, their platforms. Um, so I, I don't pick one over another. I think 
each of them have their own strengths and weaknesses, but man, Spotify just seems to be outpacing the pack, you know, with oh, all of these different I, I innovations, think... fans first, holy yep. cow. It's just, they just seem to be a step ahead of everybody. Well, w- w- without question. I mean, as we've said many times, at the end of the day, all these DSPs offer the same songs. They have the same library. So you really can't sell one service over the other based on the catalog. Content. Nope. You can't sell it on the content. Nope. You know, I'm sorry, but you know, hi-fi quality audio, that's not gonna that's not gonna change the the game dramatically. Not for the masses. Basically, because they've all got it now. So again, now they all have some form of a hi-fi you know, robust audio quality. So now the playing field is back to even again. It, you know, yeah. it used to be title was the only place you could go. Well, now I, right. you know, I just got my Cobas, email. I got my email from Amazon saying, guess what? We've, we've upgraded you and given you free hi-fi audio quality across everything. I'm like, Dolby Atmos. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's there for everybody. Apple's got it. Spotify's got it. Title's got it. Yep. It's, and I just read everywhere. something this morning that um, the new number is there are over 70,000 tracks uploaded every day, little over 70 million in aggregate. And everybody's pretty much got the same stuff, except for SoundCloud, because they they have like 240 million only because there's so many DIY. User upload. You can yeah, upload directly. Exactly. And and since they have that no barrier to entry thing, that's why that. But if you take the, the other DSPs, they compete on marketing. They compete on functionality, how robust they are. And these offerings that and we're these talking innov- about. Th- these, innovations these innovations that literally do differentiate one service from the next. Yeah. You know, so now, you know, Spotify's got, tour dates, ticketing, it's got merchandise all within your profile. Yep. You can do marquee ads. They have fans first. They've, they've got a ton of innovations. Yeah. And, and as, as we've talked about, you know, podcasts are obviously there and we can talk from Ooh, firsthand experience, you know, Spotify's sorry, Apple, but stealing your thunder when it comes to podcasts. Yeah. I mean, I listened to podcasts exclusively on Apple for so many years, and now I'm watching how Spotify is sur- surpassing them. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's these types of innovations that will differentiate one service from the next service for both consumers and artists, you know, who as an artist do you want to put more time into managing a profile? The one that allows you to do all of this customization? Right. Or the one that, as we've jokingly said, it can take you three days to get an approved image uploaded to Apple because it doesn't fit the border. And or oh they my had God, something on their shirt. There's a, or, yes, yeah. there was a word here. And they don't tell you why you were rejected. Your eyes in the image, yeah. you know, yeah. you're like, yeah, I've I've had artists who are just like fuck Apple. I, I I don't have time to keep going back and forth with this stuff. I got my Spotify profile updated in the blink of an eye. Yeah, I updated so, the profile image. I updated the header image. I updated my bio. I added all my links to it, yeah. all within twenty minutes. Yeah, you know the one thing that I think is still missing, and I'm anxious to see who gets there first, is we're all dealing with 
metadata. And um, TiVo is really leading the pack when it comes to having all of this great information about every song, every album, sidemen, producers, everything. And I want it to get to the point, and, and Spotify is kind of dipping their toe in the water here, and Apple Music is too with songwriters, but I want to be able to go onto my DSP of choice and search for Chris Lord Algae. Like yep. what, what is, what is he engineer produce? Show me everything he, his name is attached to. Yeah. Show me everything that this producer, show me everything that Brett James wrote. You know, he's written 35 number one hits. What are those? Yep. It, the data is there. I can't wait to get to a point where I can do a search. That's a lot more creative about engineers, producers, sidemen, just maybe I want to see, show me all the, you know, the guitar players that play a strat, you know, whatever it is. Um, I just think that that's kind of a, a new frontier. And my gut tells me Spotify is going to get there first. I, I, I think you're right. I mean, just because Spotify, and again, I'm like you, I've got all the services and I use them all, but Spotify is just more aggressively innovating and yeah. releasing these features much more aggressively than all other platforms out there. I mean, you know, when it comes to playlisting, I'm sorry, but Spotify has, you know, eaten every other player out there when it comes to playlisting capabilities. Yes, they all have their own curated playlists, but again, that levels the playing field. Who's got the most robust, robust user playlisting world out there yeah last time i read there was like over four billion playlists on spotify think about that for a second i mean that's that is just a a massive number but if i can wind for just a moment the only complaint that i have uh with with spotify is they when you go to that artist page they have now moved all the good stuff down to the bottom i know and I hate that because um, I was actually on a little focus group with Spotify recently and answered some questions for them and talking about Spotify for artists. But my only complaint is that I loved going to an artist page and being able to see all that stuff up top. Like you just click on it and it's there. Now it's so far down at the bottom of the page that I think a lot of people are going to miss out on all of this goodness. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you as well. I mean, when I when I find an artist on Spotify that I'm not familiar with, almost the first thing I do is scroll all the way down. It's like, okay, let me read the bio because now I can learn a little bit. It also tells me how serious they are. If the artist has no bio or photo at the bottom, oh like, yeah, oh, okay, skip. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm didn't not add even their gonna, social links. It didn't add their links. Um, you know, or, or, or their bio is still the default bio that's submitted Two records ago. By, well, wasn't it initially Spotify's bios all came in, not by TiVo. Who was the company? Oh, uh, like all music guide or one of those. Was it, was it Rovi? Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Rovi has all of those. They write which, their which, own too. Yeah, they they write their own bios, and they initially. I I remember talking to you years ago about this. I had an artist who's like, the bio was all wrong, and I'm like, how do I update this? Well, you got to go to this third party company and convince them to rewrite your bio because they supply it to us. Well, obviously now, as we know, Spotify for artists, you can put your own bio in there. So I look at that as an indicator. 
if they're using the default bio from a third party company, yeah, these people probably are not even on Spotify artists and paying attention to their profile. Yeah. If they've updated their bio to something they've written and submitted, they are at least involved. That's an, yeah. that, to me, that's a little bit of a sign of more engagement. It's not perfect. Yeah. And I've talked to people means, at but... Spotify that have told me that they look at the artist pages to see if the artist is engaged. You know, are they adding images? Are they current? You know, to your point, is it from an, uh, two albums ago that th there's band members that aren't even in the band anymore that are in the photo there? And do they do they care and do they upload this stuff and keep it current? That matters. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it matters to Spotify. It matters to people in the industry. I think it matters to fans as well. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, again, you know, you, you've got to be on all platforms, but Spotify seems to be innovating and advancing much more aggressively. Yeah, then it'll be fun to see how players. people use this functionality, Mike, you know, like, you know, off the top of your head, there's a few artists who are going to use this to their advantage and get in there fast and make sure that that's I mean, if you're an artist that sells, a, I was gonna say shitload, ton load, <laughs> crap load of merchandise. This is awesome. All of a sudden, you could actually be making money, more money off of Spotify selling merchandise than you are streaming music. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, that's great. I mean, it's, I've always joked, bands are nothing more than t-shirt factories. Well, you know, look, if you, uh, today, the rights holder, I have to qualify that, the rights holder gets paid between three and $5,000 for every million streams, give or take. And we, we talk about that, you know, with our sponsors, you know, uh, how hard that is um to make a lot of money in streaming but my artists that are on the road will make that in a single night in merch yep, yep. yeah exactly i mean listen you know the guys behind me kiss they're a merchandise masters. band they're a master of that they make more money selling t-shirts than they make music now granted they still make a nice chunk off of their music just because of how large their fan base is but you know this opens up a whole different world for so many artists yeah for revenue n yeah. yeah now now you're that streaming destination isn't just a destination to stream yeah it's tour dates it's merchandise it's links Tickets. to social it's it's all of this stuff which is great Again, I love it. I mean, Spotify is giving the artists other ways to earn money. Yep. And giving you the control uh, to manage that, how yep. you see fit. Yep. Yep. You, I, you I, have control. I think it will be extremely exciting to watch how this develops. Yeah, it me too. It will be exciting to see if this pushes other DSPs to start doing other things to give you more does. control and freedom to use your, your profile. But, you know, at the end of the day, this always comes back to, and I, I remember this, you know, from decades ago when I was in e-commerce, you don't want, you know, the, the, the mentality of so many websites and destinations, we don't want people to leave and go somewhere else. Right. Even if it's what they want to do, even if it's best for that artist or the client, 
we don't want you to leave in our world because once you leave our world, you can't obviously buy anything from us. Right. That's why Facebook doesn't like you to put a YouTube link. They'd rather you upload it natively and exactly. they reward you for that because they want to keep you in their ecosystem. But to your point, sometimes it doesn't make sense for that. And the best thing would be for you to go to another platform. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to go, well, how much potential business is being lost versus how many more, more new clients are you potentially getting because they like that you offer this yeah. and how much more traffic is now being driven because, hey, I'd rather drive my fan to my Spotify profile than my Apple Music profile because at Spotify, yeah, they'll see all this other stuff. Yeah, As it, it, it creates music. more loyalty, I think, to your brand by allowing people to do those things. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, so, yeah, can't wait cool to see where, where this goes. Yeah, I, I think be, be, before we wrap, let's make a real quick mention of some some exciting news about how Instagram is finally joining the modern world. Wow. It's 2021 it, I people. I never thought I'd see this and happen. Guess what? Instagram is finally going to allow you to upload from your desktop. Yeah. Is that so a simple. mind blower? You uh, can go to you Instagram know, right right now. If you go to Instagram.com, you can view and search and scroll, but you yeah. can't you can't without some hacks, some creative hacks, you cannot upload from your desktop. You have to do it from, you know, this mobile device. Exactly. And, you know, if you've got one account, that might not be a big deal, but I can tell you as a, somebody who manages dozens, yes. that sucks. Yeah. Absolutely sucks. Now, okay. They gave me the ability to keep five Instagram accounts logged in and I can switch between them. But it still sucks because I might create all of my content on my desktop, edit yeah. it, build it, yep. edit videos. Now I've got to transfer it to my phone. Just more labor intensive. More it labor. Ridiculous. It's time it never intensive. Made sense. It never made sense. And yes, there were hacks. You know, I, I, I've shared this before that, you know, if you're on an Apple device and you've got a Safari browser, you can go into turn on developer mode in your Safari browser, and you can have your browser pretend to be an iPhone browser. Oh my God. I, I can just hear people's eyes glossing over, you know, yeah. it's just, you, you, you will do that hack, but most people, most people like, won't, most people don't. I mean, it, it goes back to what we were talking about with Shopify. It's too much. Well, guess what? Instagram is now giving you that ability to upload uh, short video clips and photos right from your desktop. It's a big deal. It is a huge deal. It's like, welcome to the modern internet. I mean, <laughs> God damn it, Instagram. What, what took you so long? Now, now, now I'm going to sit here and go, hey, Instagram, when are we getting a native iPad app? Yeah. Not an iPhone app that gets it blown up two times. How about an actual native iPad app? Yeah. How is that not possible? Especially because you're owned by Facebook. It's not like you don't have developers. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, and Facebook's got a native iPad app. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. 
I get I, it. They want it to be on your phone where you can take pictures and it's all right there in one thing, but that's just not real life. It's time you to know? get with the real world here and how, how your consumers, how your users actually want to use your tool. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So anyway, Instagram users, pay attention, search this, go out and Google it. it. It was just announced this week. I can't remember if it's rolling out right away or in the very near future, but it is, it is, they finally acknowledged it's coming. Pay attention to that. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's, 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 it's one of those, li- it's one of those little things that you just go, yes, my life just got a little easier. <laughs> Exactly. Um, all right. So before we wrap up, quick shout out once again to Bruce at HypeBot and Bands in Town. Thank you for your continued support. And of course, to our sponsors, Banzoogle.com and DiscMakers.com. And again, if you are looking to reach some of the listeners here, reach out to us. We'd be happy to talk to you about a sponsorship as well. If you are watching us or listening on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes, and you can now listen to the podcasts natively within Facebook. Just go to the Music Biz Weekly Facebook page. Just search for it, Music Biz Weekly on Facebook. Sign up the page, and every week the podcast, the audio version, I mean, you'll still be able to get the videos that we post there. But the audio versions of the podcast are just natively being pulled up because guess what? Facebook's getting heavy into wanting to become a, a podcast aggregator and destination as well. So yeah, they don't want you to leave again. Yeah. They don't want people to leave their site and go somewhere else to listen to a podcast. Uh, we're happy with it. Uh, yeah, it's another destination to manage yeah, and it's go another- to where the party is. Go to wherever the people are, whatever is yep. easier for you. If you're hanging out on Facebook all day, well, guess what? Now you can just listen right as you hang out. Uh, that's it. We'll see everybody next week. Discmakers.com. Use code FREEBIZ for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value.